Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. Hypnotic conversations on the misadventures and how I always seem to mess up the road to self-discovery. We're talking about embracing the transition from my childish 20s to my grown AF 30s, being unapologetically Black, changing the narrative of this Black girl's trials with my tribe. Black Girl Uninterrupted is a podcast for all my marginalized Black girls worldwide. I am your host, Coco Amor, and welcome back. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. I am so hyped about today's conversation because it's just me and we're going to have some real deal transparency going on today. (laughs) So today's topic is all about conversations before marriage and some things that you should talk about with your spouse. So I posed a question on Facebook a while back and I wanted to see what some of my married or engaged friends had to say. So the question was, Mary friends, did y'all talk about marriage and your expectations of marriage before he proposed? Or before you propose, if it's the guy listening. Now, hmm, this is a really good question. The holidays are notorious for having uh, a lot of proposals. And now with social media, they are publicized. And it's kind of like a, a contest of who has the best proposal, right? Or, you know, there's some inadequacies there with feeling about the proposal, right? So we are having an episode dedicated on some conversations that you can have with your spouse regarding (laughs) marriage before you get engaged. Sit back, chill, and let's get into the episode. Hey, moms and dads, it is chore time. Y'all know it's a Saturday. (laughs) And your girl has found the holy grail of chores and chore tracking. And how the hell do I keep my house looking like a very sex in the city-ish without having to put up a nasty chore wall? Mm, 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 mm. I am here to tell you all about the S'mores app. Guys, this is amazing. It has been very tedious trying to get my son on a decent schedule and trying to remind him to look at the schedule on the fridge. So what happened is I ran through my Apple app store and I found this app and it's called the S'mores app. It allows me to create a a family profile. I'll add my child and add the chores that they need to complete. You can use the inputted ones or you can create your own chores depending on what it is. The children can actually get a notification about what chore is due at what time and they can go ahead and select completed And send you a picture if you're requesting picture proof of the completed chore. (gasps) What? This has actually made 
chore tracking so much easier and it has made my life so much easier with putting in chores and reminding myself actually of the things that needs to be done around the house. Let me get back to it because I have some chores that's due in 15 minutes. And if I don't get my chores done, then I'm not going to get any progress on my chore app. (laughs) So guys, head to your local app store and make sure you download this Morris app. And if they ask you how you heard about us, make sure you tag us Black Girl Uninterrupted and let us know how the Morris app is working for you. All right. So we are back. So our conversation is coming from different avenues, right? It's coming from personal experience, again, from my Facebook post, and also from a couple different articles uh, that I read upon prior to getting the podcast started. So I looked on psychology today because who knows better marriage conversations that need to be had than other psychology professionals. And, you know, I always try to give you guys like really good advice. um, And I try to take my own damn advice most of the time. (laughs) But but sometimes, you know, like, you know, it, it, it gets sketchy. It gets a little gray area right there. But so some questions that psychology today says that you should ask your partner before getting engaged or before having those uh, marriage conversations, things that you want to discuss. Uh, one question that I really liked uh, is how does the individual uh, and how do you collectively um, handle stress? I think this is a really good question because for me, how I handle stress is I shut down and uh, sometimes I can just just be numb to stuff and I can walk around like a zombie and I just, I just, I'm out of it. I'm spaced the fuck out. And a lot of times that's, that shit is not healthy because you're holding in so much emotions and so many feelings and you're just maintaining them on your shoulders when you really should be uh, thinking about ways to uh, conversate and speak. Conversate is such not a fucking word. Converse. Uh, you need to learn how to converse with your partner. Um, another good reason why this is a really good question is if you have abandonment issues or you have issues with someone walking out in the middle of a conversation, uh, that can definitely trigger you in other ways. So how that person handles that stress or stress from conversations, uh, that is definitely something you guys should talk about and uh, further investigate. Uh, Psychology Today says you should know your partner's relationship with drugs, alcohol, and gambling. I think that's really, really important because how I know you're not going to blow all our Christmas money. You know, the holidays are coming up and alarmingly, uh, suicide rates are generally higher during this time, unfortunately. And that's because a lot of people, I worked for the police department before, and I know this for a fact, a lot of people would go out, they would gamble all of their money, all of the Christmas money, the 
you know, the taxes and, and things that need to be paid in hopes that they'll win it back tenfold at the craps table or at the gambling table, at the Russian roulette table, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they lose it all. And now they have nothing to go home to. So usually they, um, commit suicide around those times. But that person, again, how has to learn how to manage their stress and also have to uh, develop a healthy relationship with their vices. So I think that's really, really awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts on kids and how certain are they? I think right now this is big because a lot of people uh, are choosing not to have kids uh, definitely earlier. And if they get too late in the game, they're like, fuck it. I don't need them. You know, I'm already of age where I'm not in a high stress to have a child. So it's not going to bother me either way. So I think making sure that you and your relationship, uh, you and your partner in the relationship should definitely have a clear expectation of what it is that you are looking for within extending your family. I think that's amazing. Um, how much do we talk about our relationship with others? This is a big one because I just posed this question on Facebook. And the question was so, so dear to me because I'm literally trying to figure out how do I maintain um how do I maintain a healthy balance of not being so private to where like I just I just take everything in and I hold it in and I keep it to myself? And how do I express myself um positively regarding my relationship to other people? And this was the question that I, I put on Facebook. I said being in a relationship that is evolving is difficult, like good and bad. You want to share feelings. You want to share feelings, but don't want to put people in your business. You want to share things that made you feel hurt or confused, but you don't want your friends to look at them a certain way. You want to tell them about the good times, the pleasures, and the experience, but don't want to be envy. How the hell are you maintaining? A lot of people say, you know, find a friend that you trust. Um, one of my other friends said, pray and talk to God. Uh, Bianca Clark, she said, honestly, I still talk about it, just knowing everyone is going to have an opinion. But once I vent, I don't care because holding too much inside is toxic. My my bestie, Jay Anderson, she says, ah, this is such a good subject. There is a balance we must find with sharing info. Oversharing can leave our friends feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, while undersharing leaves you feel unfulfilled. We must find a balance between what is shared on social media and private combos and what to just experience alone. I love my bestie. <laughs> and I responded to her This is why you're my bestie And Nicole Miller responded to uh, J.A. And she said This is literally what's been on my mind For the past two weeks In perfect sentences This has been an effective therapy session Thank you, LOL 
Nicole Miller Coco. I am having this same exact personal issue. Talk to a stranger sometimes is it's best. It's uh, sometimes it be the best conversations and relieve stress, anxiety from those issues you mentioned. It could be an Uber Lyft driver. I'm definitely not doing that. Someone sitting next to you in public, Facebook folks, etc. I do it as you can see, lol. And you know, I, I've gained a certain level of privacy now that I'm on Facebook. I've just become so. Oh, I've become so private about my relationship. And I think a lot of this is because I want to protect my relationship so much. And I want to protect the essence of my relationship. Sometimes it can be difficult and it can be hard when you're in a relationship and you're in a relationship and you're far away from home. So you don't have your friends that you could just go down the street or, you know, they're close to to vent to. And it's so difficult. It's so different from when you're home and your relationship is in that hometown because you can just go over to mama house and just like, I need to lay down for a minute. Like, and just the nurturing of being around family will definitely help. But I think, um, Definitely a good balance of of just sharing some things that you feel like you need some advice on. It's good. I don't because, I, you know, again, you just don't want to put people. I've just come from a culture where, like, you don't put people in your business because you don't want to be envied. You don't want your friends to think, you know, that nigga ain't shit. And a lot of our friends do that, right? So I want to stay away from the opinions. And I think that keeps me okay because I just don't want to hear this shit. And if you have something to say about them, I'm going to get upset. And then there goes our friendship, right? So if we're having a difficult time, I think sometimes I bottle things in and I'm learning guys. I'm learning and I'm trying to learn how to be better with managing my stress or managing my frustration and not just like, pounce like I'm mad at you. Here's everything that I've been upset about. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Some other good questions uh, about that we could ask our spouses before getting engaged or getting married. Um, our relationship with money. Like how are you with money? Uh, so many relationships in and, you know, in, in breaking up or divorce because um, mismanagement of money and a lot of things could be avoided by having those conversations of like, what is your relationship with money? What is your relationship with your credit card? Like, are you okay with putting your credit card away for a couple of months so you can pay off whatever you need to pay off and then, you know, continuously build your credit. And I think it's this stigma of, you know, once you get married, your credit is my credit. So I think that's important for a lot of people to have those conversations regarding, you know, credit and shit. You know, but hey, if you got cash, you don't need credits. <laughs> I think some really good things that you guys could talk about is expectations of household duties. 
I think a lot of women, we sometimes get overwhelmed because we feel like we're cooking, we're cleaning, we're doing this, we're doing that. And it never seems like enough. And it never seems like we have enough hours in the day to get things done. So a lot of things lack off. Like we stop taking care of ourselves. Sometimes we end up putting the kids before ourselves. We end up putting, you know, our spouses, you know, desires and needs, especially if they are, you know, small business owners, like you get into that realm there and that's a whole nother fucking beast. So a lot of those things that we want to just keep in mind before getting married, like how are we going to get shit done around the house and how are we going to keep each other balanced within a household duty? So that's enough from psychology today. I want to take it back to my Facebook post. Again, the question was, married friends, did y'all talk about marriage and your expectations of marriage before he proposed? My girl Tia, she just had a baby and she just got married to her, to the love of her life. Shout out to them. I love black love. Yeah, I love black love. So she said Coco finances team goals, five-year individual plan and actions to take, communication expectations. A lot of things is consistent. Is constant, so it never ends. We are always talking and adjusting things. Uh, as long as you guys are communicating openly and honestly, you guys will be fine. It's been plenty of times he told me things that I didn't like, but I have to respect his feelings and his thoughts. Even at times, I don't agree and vice versa. Love on one another and listen to the key points the person is trying to communicate. Also, try listening to a couple podcasts together. They have tons on YouTube. My favorite is called The Love Hour. Pray and let God guide your relationship. Whatever you do, make sure you are working with one another and not against. Push in the same direction as one. Girl. Say yeah. Girl. Girl. So you said a mouthful, Tia, right? So you started off by just saying, you know, the simple things, you know, team goals, because marriage, you are a team and you have to have to do the we instead of the I. Finances, we just talked about uh, individual and team plans. I think that's important as well because uh, we individually have to grow. Like if you don't have a world and that person comes into your world, they become your whole world. And now your whole world is revolved around this one person. So you want to have a world of your own. And I think I'm starting to figure out how to have one because I'm not close to home. I'm not in my comfort zone. So I have to figure out a way how to get a hobby, right? I have to find things that I enjoy. Uh, I have to work out. So that's another thing that I've put on myself, like you have to do um, as a woman to take care of yourself. I'm still in my gym clothes, (laughs) y'all. I'm still in my gym clothes. So um, another thing is that you have to create a a universe of self-love. And if you don't, and if you fail to do that, a lot of the problems will be consistent because you don't feel like you have a life, period. And I think that is 
you know, a biggie because we tend to lose ourselves more than men do in relationships. And we want to, you know, we want to stop that. We want, we definitely want to stop that. Then she goes on to saying, you know, it's been plenty of times, you know, he said things that I didn't like and I said things he didn't like or, but we have to respect each other's, you know, opinions and observations of, of the, the way we do things. And that's so hard, uh, Tia, that shit is so hard. And I'm going to tell you why it is because so many of us, um, so many of us have went, you know, at the age of 30, uh, learning how to communicate with, with what works best for us. And uh, so many times I have sat and had conversations with a partner or a boyfriend, you know, and the conversation or the subject of the conversation I didn't like, and I could just easily walk out of the conversation. But being in a relationship that's evolving, like I said, this shit is so hard because there are going to be topics that cut deep, that triggers emotions, that brings out insecurities within us. And a lot of that is our own shit. And it's a lot of shit we haven't dealt with that now when you're having these conversations, it's overflowing in this conversation because now I haven't dealt with my shit and look what the hell is going on. So I think Tia, like for sure, having those difficult conversations and respecting one another, I think that is that plays a major part of learning how to communicate with each other. Um, she also offers some podcasts that she listens to. And the most important thing Tia said, learn how uh, whatever you do, make sure you are working with one another and not against. And that is so imperative because it's so many people that don't want to see love, love. With so many people that don't want to see Black love win, that when you step outside your door, it's a united fucking front, no matter what the fuck is going on at home. You know, it's so many people that want to break you the fuck down at work, at school. It's so many odds on the media and the TV that are against us loving who we want to love that we can't work against one another. That's a fucking oxymoron because how do I say I love you, but I don't want to see you do good or I don't, or I can't talk to you because you're too uh, emotionally unavailable or how can I work in progress with you when you don't want to work in progress with me as well? How do I build and grow with someone that is 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 content with the way things are, you know? So I think working with one another can definitely help uh, with anything that is going on in the near future. So I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We'll get into more conversations that happened on the Facebook and I'll give a shout out to all my girls who commented on that post. We'll be right back. 
Hey, really quickly, I wanted to interrupt the podcast just to remind you to make sure you are liking, commenting, and sharing and leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen by way of Anchor FM, make sure you are tapping that love button or leaving me a voicemail. Hey, I want to hear what you're thinking about the podcast. Did I say or did me and my girl say anything that has inspired you or made you think about something? I want to know. So make sure you are leaving me a review and you're telling me all of your favorite things about the podcast, sharing them with your friends so we can have more girls helping healing in the tribe. Also, I want to make sure you guys are following me on social media. Make sure you're following this show's page, BGU Podcast, on Instagram, and also my personal Instagram page, CocoAmore.BGU. Hey, let's get back to the podcast. All right, now, y'all, we are back. We are back. We are back. We're going to go down to the post. Um, My girl, Tamika Jordan, said how many kids each wanted, when would be a good time to get married, what we wanted, uh, what we wanted the wedding to be, future plans, typical stuff. Uh, Certainly, uh, my my cousin, my newfound cousin, Brittany. Yeah. (laughs) And go deep into convo, bring up all type of hypotheticals. Uh, LaDonna Samuel, she said, yes, one very interesting conversation during year one. I asked her to expand on this. She said, we spoke about expectations, death, religion, and how, how our childhoods play a part in what we wanted. Uh, for me, I grew up where maybe three fathers were present and two husbands, not factual numbers. So I wanted and needed something different. Before this conversation, I never really talked about marriage because it wasn't normal within my family dynamics. Oh, wow. And this is and, and this this happens, guys, and we have to understand that type of shit happens. Those conversations of marriage usually don't happen in the in a lot of different family dynamics. So to continue, she says, so I didn't want kids before marriage and I needed to let him know my deal breakers and how I would know when I was actually ready for marriage. We would definitely need need counseling and he needed to have a better relationship with his daughter's mother because that was very important. I learned so much about him and how his... uh, how his pay relations, past relations, must have meant past, how his past relationships affected his ability to co-parent and how his parents being married was what he wanted, but not all parts of it because some of it was weird. But girl, I think that was our very first deep conversation. Shout out to y'all love LaDonna Samuel. That is so amazing to to be able to have those tough fucking conversations and it takes so much courage to do that um and i think as we grow as individuals and women and men and we go about our lives as unexpected as they are, I think the best thing that we could do is continuously learn and grow for ourselves and our partners. And if you can't have those tough conversations with your partner, or if you feel like you're struggling with having those conversations with your partner, you definitely need to reevaluate your what partner. 
tell. <laughs> my cousin, shout out to Courtney Angel Hunter. My cousin, she said everything from how we were raised, what we do in certain situations, time of need, financial things, future savings, kids, ex. We were looking for patterns, how our past shaped us, men. I should make a video. It was a lot. We went to counseling before getting engaged. No need to waste money, baby. Now, I am highly considering like a lot of that could be done as well, even pre-engagement counseling. I think that is awesome because you have the opportunity to learn your partner and see if you guys can continuously grow in a relationship with one another. And a lot of us uh, tend to stay in relationships that we don't have constant communication or healthy communication with someone. And we end up wasting our damn time. And we learn how to navigate a life after that person. And it takes so much from us. And it takes so much time and effort to get over that person because we felt like that person was for us. But have we had these conversations, these very, very difficult conversations? A lot of that could be and possibly would be avoided. So we want to avoid heartbreak by having really good conversations. And I feel like today I definitely might have me a very deep conversation with my own partner because we are at a space where the conversations need to be had, right? We're reaching six months. Whoa, 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 that's my baby. But we're also hitting patches of communication barriers. One, you know, shutting it, shutting down, walking out, ignoring um, those are just some of the things that we're doing to one another. And like Tia said, we're not working with one another when we're doing that. So learning how to uh, reevaluate how we communicate can definitely save a lot of shit, a lot of heartbreak. But you also, in the same instance, have to have a partner that's willing to have those conversations with you. Uh, like I said, if you can't have those conversations with your partner, reevaluate the partner that you're with. Maybe that's the wrong motherfucker. And maybe they're just not emotionally mature. Next question. <laughs> All right. So Bianca Clark, she said, children, short-term and long-term goals. Be honest about what you can and can't live with or without financial expectations and honesty, uh, knowing that it's about compromise. Hmm. A lot of people was just saying, yes, baby girl, having these conversations is, is so, so, so important. Um, I want to double back to my sis, Alicia, and I saved hers for last because I thought it was just, it was amazing. Next to T, I started out with T, and T was awesome. And my sis, Alicia, is so amazing, you know, and I mean sis because we was on Chili the Squad, and that's my sis. So, you know, I always tell y'all, I had no sisters, but I got sisters, okay? So my sis said, we talked about how we wanted and both wanted uh, more of a partnership, how we wanted both of the kids to be treated because uh, we are a blended family. Shout out to all the blended families. 
Uh, I hope that didn't carry out bad on (laughs) y'all. And what we was looking for in a marriage, because we both were married before, so we already knew what we was expecting because it was not given in either other marriages. And no matter how hard it gets, uh, that we will not give up on each other, most importantly, and keep God in the midst of everything, we had to keep him first. She expanded to say, but at the same time, we didn't force our relationship. We just wanted to be friends and nothing more. But with time and the flow, we wanted to give it a try. And here we are now, Mary and the best of friends. And you got to learn each other weaknesses and learn how to balance each other out. That's so important because in areas I am weak, he got me and the same for him. If we both are weak about the same thing, One of us tries to get strong for the other when we see that the other is having a harder time getting it together. And you just got to know your spouse, boo. This is why I saved hers for last. Okay. My sis dropped gems. Okay. She drops gems, gems, gems. Okay. (laughs) Let me stop fucking around. So my sis just dropped so many gems. And so we're going to dissect this shit, right? Okay, cool. Sit back, relax. So first thing, we wanted a partnership. I think building a solid foundation is amazing. I think a lot of us, sometimes we, you know, we meet people and then things go fast and you never have the time to build a friendship. And so you lose sight of a lot of things because the friendship wasn't built. And I feel like right now, that's what me and my partner are at. We're like, damn, like, let's, 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 let's take a, take a moment. Let's build our friendship. And I feel like it's harder to, to take a step back to build it because you feel like you already established something. But if you really want something to work out, you got to take a step back, people. Uh, she said, we both knew what we wanted um, and what we was expecting because we both were married before. And I think a lot of people who get married the second time around, they have better insight because most of the times they marry young and they marry probably right out of college or right out of high school. And those things probably wasn't something that they, you know, talked about that. It's like, I married you because I loved you or I I, I had a baby from you. So like, let's get married, you know? So I think people who get married a second time around has better chances for their marriage to survive because they just know better than the most of us. Uh, Another thing that is amazing that my sis said, she said, you know, no matter how hard things get, we never give up on each other. And that's just what Tia highlighted. You never, you know, work towards the same things together and let's not work against one another. Um, But we had to say, but at the same time, we did not force our relationship. Girl, I just be wanting him to do everything I want him to do. Why he just can't do what I want him to do, period. And that's just on that. Period. That's me in my head, y'all. Like, seriously. I be like, why you just can't do what the hell I want you to do? Like, why you just can't go my flow, my way? Because my way works. But then again, I'm single. <laughs> so my way don't work. 
you know so like not not forcing the small things on on someone or you know not even coming close to it letting things happen organically like he says to me all the time like you just always such a planner like you always got a timeline and you got it this you got it that you got it mapped out how you want it to go and you don't allow enough room for um, organic. He was like, obviously we have organic moments, you know, the way we met was organic as hell, but at the same time, we don't have enough room for organic, um, outcomes in the relationship. And I wish we did, you know, guys, because I feel like it is nothing more amazing than having like some organic ass chemistry. Cause you could, you could have someone you like, right. But chemistry is a motherfucker, you know? And that's something that nobody can take from y'all. Uh, got to learn each other's weaknesses and learn how to balance each other out. You know, where he's strong or where I'm weak, he's strong. And where I'm strong, he's weak. And we look out for one another. And it's so important, sis. So I'm just so happy for all y'all who are loving on each other. I think amazingly, I love the 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 conversation that we had because it's so important for us to learn how to love our ourselves, number one, before we can truly say we love someone else. And I'm on that journey right now, guys. I am on a journey to finally lose 70 pounds. Um, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I have so much anxiety towards losing the weight because it's so many days where I just don't feel like I could do it, you know? And we have to take a step back. And I felt like my relationship was just so heavy that like now that I'm taking better care of myself, I can feel a little bit more confident in some things. And so those insecurities that I may have doesn't spill over in my relationship. A lot of times we have past insecurities that we have current insecurities from relationships or self that can communicate more things uh, to our relationship than we would actually like them to. And there's no way you can really hide your true self or, or you can really, really go so long hiding those things from your partner because whether you know it or not, they, they look in and they, and they assessing you the same way you assessing them. So I think my girls made amazing points on a Facebook post. And I appreciate y'all so much. I just love y'all. Y'all just, ugh, y'all just gave us so much life with these answers. And shout out to all my girls. I'm going to tag them in the Facebook post. I just think all of y'all are so amazing and I love all y'all love. I love all y'all love and I just hope one day I am as fortunate to love the same way that y'all are loving on y'all husbands because I know I'm difficult. Lord knows I'm difficult. And I just want to leave y'all with, with that gem like, from my girl Tia, learn how to um, just 
work with one another and not against. And I think having organic chemistry and organic relationship will make it the best partnership, will help alleviate communication problems, communication barriers. And always remember, you cannot not communicate. So whatever you are communicating, whether you're doing it verbal or nonverbal, you are communicating a louder message to the individual. So let's just be responsible in the way that we communicate with our partners. And it's your girl, Coco Amor, and I am out. Have an amazing-ass Saturday. You're just jealous, Lisa. Because I got better. Because I was released. Because I have a chance.